Welcome to Anime Afterlight Podcast, episode 38. I'm your host, Neil the Zombie. I'm joined by co-host, King of Arts. Yo, didn't know where to start. <laughs> and blog writers, Kana. Hello, folks. And Richard. Oh, hey, what's up? So, um, we had a host rotation I was planning earlier, but... Some of our hosts couldn't really make it, so we're doing this instead. Uh, now we will head it up with some news. Um, so most recently they announced that the Bakuman manga is going to end pretty soon. Oh, um, really? Yeah, it's oh. it's going to end on April 23rd. Well, that does make sense. The manga is at a point where it feels like it's going to conclude really soon. So that's good. Are they? Are they pretty well? Um, yeah, they're they're pretty much at the closing point here. They're they got pretty much. Uh, I thought cause was, I thought we just getting like canceled because of low ratings or something. No, the manga's been doing fairly well. Hmm. Well, let's hopefully keep doing the anime because I'm. Actually enjoying that one. I used to say you didn't like Pokemon. I like Pokemon. I, I never said I said that for high school of the dead. Okay. Okay. Um there is that news of uh J C staff animating Little Busters which caused a quite a commotion. Because everyone expected it to be Kiwani. Hey, was that a visual novel at the start? Yeah, it was a very popular visual novel by Keith. Uh, uh, I'll probably be fine. JC Staff's not as bad as everyone makes them out to be. Uh, you know, they didn't Pokemon this past year and mm. some pretty okay stuff like Anonatsu. Well, you know, we'll see how that plans out. And um, <coughs> this new future diary project, which I'm guessing is Paradox, not Mosaic, unless anyone wants to argue otherwise. I haven't seen anything on it, so I can't say anything. I mean, they probably just ended it, King. It's not. They didn't really take out that much. I know, but you said it didn't end. Right. Well, the only thing they took out was, like, the last couple of pages. Like, literally, like, a few pages. Otherwise, it's just... It's pretty much done. Did they say how long this is going to be? Like... No, they just didn't say anything. Um, which one was Paradox? Paradox is with the alternate timeline shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was some good funny moments in that. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Mm-hmm. Spoiled me, but <laughs> I liked it. I read Paradox before the actual manga was finished, so I got spoiled. Yeah, same with me. Age of Twist too. Because I didn't know. I didn't know that was going to be at the end of Paradox. 
And the version I read had, do not read this if you have not <laughs> finished the manga. I just thought, eh, who cares? I really should have taken that advice. That's why it's there, for a reason. <laughs> Shut up. It wasn't finished, and I wanted to read more. Jesus. That's why I keep going spoiled for stupid shit. Um... Anyone else got news? Um, apparently, Sentai Filmworks hadn't even contacted the original actors for Persona 4 before they announced that they were going to keep the original actors for the English dub. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, they're pretty sloppy, but. You know, at least they got work. Because voice actors always need work. Mm-hmm. And. You know, you get the same voice actors and actresses. Aren't you happy, King? You get the same voice actors for Chie. Yeah, but they said they haven't... The voice actors said they haven't been contacted yet. Yeah, but why would they turn it down? I know, but I'm just saying. It's kind of silly. Oh, yeah, it's silly, but... It's happening. Why not? I guess. We'll see. Aww. Kind of makes me suspicious. Suspicious of what? That they might not get the original voice actors. I mean, just because they haven't been like contacted, it doesn't mean that they'll like turn it down and it's not going to happen. I guess they could always get a majority of the voice actors and replace some. Hmm. Uh, yeah. No, honestly, it's gonna be weird hearing um, Johnny Young Bosch do um, Johnny Young Bosch. both the lead and the um, Adachi. That was gonna be fun. What are you talking about? I'm playing the hero and the villain. That makes him even more awesome. How's that gonna work? I mean, Johnny Young Bosch only has one voice. No, he has two. I mean, have you heard him yeah. in, um... Shut up. Yuruku 7? Ah, uh, it just kind of sounds the same to me. I mean... Well, I you, not, you are deaf. I didn't know he was renting. I didn't know he was renting. I did not know. I didn't yeah. watch a dub anyway, so... You're an idiot. No, it's... Yes, you are. It's fine in Japanese. It's better dubbed. Whatever, bitch. You don't even like Yuruku 7 that much. I do. You did never speak anything good about it. Because it's messed up at the end. Uh, uh, premise. It had a good story up to the time he got stupid. Uh, is there anything else we should mention? Uh, I guess Sentai Filmworks is also licensing Suritama. Yeah, they've been licensing, licensing everything. Yeah. yeah, they've been pretty much licensing everything. Like, which is, I guess, is like fine. I kind of prefer it was like Funimation, but you know, everything I mean, can be Funimation, Dave. Why not? I mean, Funimation is great. Can't license everything, Dave. Well, uh, they've been licensing a lot of crap too, and dubbing a lot of crap. For like crap, as in 
like stuff or crap is and stupid shit. What do you mean? No, like stupid shit. Like, uh. Like really. Oh, fuck, what are they dub? They have subbed. They dubbed Let's Go Play, that cat girl show of last year. Oh, so many EQ? Yeah. Yeah. What? I've never heard of this. Yeah. <sighs> All the things. Never heard of this. It's bad, anyways. Doesn't matter. Um, let's move on to what are you watching or reading? Uh, Zakana. Yeah. Well, I haven't really been reading anything. I've been keeping up to date with um, Hunter x Hunter for a while. I just say that's a really good show. It's done by the same guy who did um, Yu Yu Hakusho. And in some ways it you can kind of tell it was done by him. Like, me and Van had a slight conversation. We pretty much figured out all the lead characters are pretty much not exactly the same, but they fit in the same archetype as the leads in Yu Yu Hakusho. Is Hunter x Hunter more childish? Eh, more childish, but... Well, those... Uh, yeah, it is most childish, but there's a lead character that's an assassin, and Leon, he's pretty damn dog. I mean, he tears out a guy's heart and, like, gives it back to him in a fight. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. I've never seen anything about Hunter x Hunter, so... Yeah, it's on Crunchyroll. You should give it a try. Um, I've also... Yeah, today, I decided to start Madoka Magica. Don't ask me why it took me this long. And I already watched the first six episodes. I I feel bad because I'm not getting the full experience I really should have. Why? Like, I've, I've been spoiled on certain things like the time traveling aspect. So I, I have a vague idea of what's happened. So I feel like I'm not getting the full appreciation of what's going on right now. Though, yeah, even yeah, even though I didn't know about um, what happens to mommy, that still took me by surprise. It just happened so suddenly. I laughed. What? You laughed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, like she kills the thing and then boom like this giant snake penis thing comes out and chomp I mean, you know, it's, it's just kind of funny but yeah. Yeah. it's like the deaths in another where they're just so kind of random and yeah. ridiculous yeah. I mean what is another show I've been thinking of picking up another is it like really good or kind of stupid it's like what? It's like Final Destination. And... I don't know. I mean, some people really like it. Some kind of hate it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's up your alley. Maybe it's not. Maybe. I mean, the final thing I watched... 
Well, I decided a week ago to rewatch the entirety of the first Full Metal Alchemist series. Just kind of for the hell of it, if nothing else. And I forgot how much I really love Full Metal Alchemist. Like, there's just so much subtlety and human. Uh, what's a good word? Like, human qualities to each character that I n- don't see in any other animes. And yeah, it's like I'm kind of tempted to say I prefer the first uh, FMA to the to Brotherhood, just because of that human aspect that Brotherhood just doesn't have. Yeah, I know. There's, there's more actually people than I thought of that yeah. actually prefer the first FMA over Brotherhood. Yeah. Wonder like, why? Shut up, King. <laughs> you haven't even seen there's one. Yeah, there's Dang. one character. She's minor, but she's always stuck out to me. Sheska, the bookworm. Like, I guess she would kind of be my anime waifu if I could have an anime waifu. It's like, I don't know what's with her, but I just love seeing her. Like, she feels like the most human character out of all of them to me. Well, that's mainly it for what I've been watching recently. Alright. Um, Richard? Uh, yeah. First anime I've been watching is Space Brothers. And, you know, what really caught in my eyes is that you know, I've been always dwelling on the fact that Planetess is probably one of my most realistic favorite anime. That there won't be like another space show besides like Mecha or Gundam. So I pretty much kind of latched onto that. And yeah, uh, I know two episodes, two or three episodes have been out so far. Or is it three or just two? Uh, it's three, I think. Oh, uh, three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. I guess it's like kind of thing I kind of already latched on, and you know, I really enjoy it so far. It's a really good. It, it, it gives you that really bromance moment, at, like right away, because when they start out, it's kind of like two brothers are born, and kind of like how they are your best friends. Um. And I haven't seen the third episode, but I haven't actually seen him like actually connect with his brother. You know, ever since the flashback or whatever oh yeah but you know they're still kind of looking at each other and concerned about each other you know they're kind of ways apart mm-hmm. and pretty much it's like uh you know kind of like two boys grow up and they kind of have like an eventful account with a UFO and they kind of want to be astronauts but one brother the youngest one comes uh an astronaut and the oldest one is kind of, kind of sluggish in his life who decided to major in like some other stuff and didn't get the job done and kind of like in the series right now it's pretty much the older brother trying to go to JAXA the Japanese exploration whatever it's called agency to become an astronaut um you know it's very humorous it's very quirky and I don't know it's really enjoyable it gives you that kind of like underdog feeling and kind of that uh you know cheerful moment kind of stuff uh 
this isn't really much to say about it since there's only a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Another anime I've been watching is Lupin the Third, the yeah. Fujiko Mine. Yeah. Yeah, new one. And wow, this is like the art style is just really oh yeah, it's good. Re- it's really cool, and the music. I, really I don't cool. know. I, I don't want to say about it. It's like kind of like mosaic, kind of like or kind of. It gives you that kind of that uh, psychedelic kind of. 60s, 70s time 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 frame art, mm-hmm. and and wow, there's like so much boobs and cleavage in that show. Yeah, that's and, Fuchiko, right? She's like yeah, kind of slutty and stuff. Yeah. Well, she's a femme fatale. Yeah, she's not uh, slutty. She knows she has looks and she knows how to use them. Yeah, because she knows how weak she, men. She never really she, gives it away, right? It's pretty much just it's pretty much her. That. It's pretty much her side of the story, isn't it? Because it's just mostly about Fujiko's point, uh, rather than Lupin's in the gang, right? Yeah, the second episode was focused on Jigen, though. Yeah, but it's like she's still in it, though. Yeah, interacting with like the characters and how like she's. I was trying to do all these heists, but wait, is it is it from her point of view or Lupin's? Uh, pretty much right now. Mm-hmm. Isn't that supposed to be the soul series? Supposed to be mostly of her kind of adventures, not like Lupin the gang. Yeah, oh, that sucks. I mean, it's actually I actually like how they did art style instead of like making it look all like you know present day animation how they did that kind of psychedelic kind of art it reminds me of uh, what's it called Monte Cristo kind of like that uh, let's see and another anime I've been watching is Gundam X After War uh, hey. is that oh, is that the new war? one what cross war is that what it's supposed to be called? Yeah. Oh, I just call it. I just call it Gundam X. Yeah, it's Cross War. Oh, is that a new one? No, it's, the it's newest. an old one. No, it's not the newest. Age it's like 1995. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> and it's pretty much like the. I don't know if it takes place after Universe Century, Universal Century or not. The King or. I haven't seen it, so. Oh. It's as pretty much like I don't know. It's like the whole story about it, like the concepts about like, like you know, like the new types from original Gundam, how they're like psychic people with superpowers and more involved in human beings. Yeah, it's pretty much like you know there was a giant war that happened between the Earth and the Space Rebellion forces, and that they put new types, mass-produced Gundams, and giant mobile armor that you know it's pretty much. Everything mostly obliterated. That right now it's kind of like not really post-apocalyptic. There's still people living on the Earth, but it's just that things are kind of like not really stable as it was before. There's like really no contact with colonies, and there's the uh, you know the vultures, and there's kind of like 
Like, vultures are kind of like bandits, mercenaries, or private militia groups. They just, you know, go around robbing people or either fighting for money. And your main character is kind of like uh, it's typical Gundam stuff. A young teenager who just finds a Gundam and all of a sudden he's, he's the main pilot and he just obtains skill. Yeah. And pretty much he's just put on a ship and then most of the story just takes place on Earth. I'm only about a, a dozen or so episodes in. And pretty much, like, the main focus, like, Gerard Rand, the main character, who's, like, a 14-year-old or oh, 15-year-old it's, kid. What's his name, Gerard? Whatever. Gerard Rand. You probably see him in Dynasty War Gunnams. He's always, like, the cocky kid. Yeah. yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he... I don't know. Well, the main he's, a, char- he's a retard. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, the typical main character Gunnam, where it's, like, he's really cocky and kind of, like, rash and doesn't really think before he does. And they pretty much keep it that way. Um, and like he meets this girl named Tifa Dill. She's like one of the last remaining new types because apparently from the past war that destroyed like the two forces that new types are pretty much dead. So they're kind of trying to look for them. And there's like their main focus because you know new types are kind of dangerous or endangered. And pretty much. They're on like a voyage on Earth, trying to find new types. That's for far I'm getting in. Uh, you know, it's you know typical Gundam characters. You always got like the big ship, the main guy, and kind of like a love interest. Well, not in all Gundams. Yeah, it's pretty much a generic Gundam, but I find it kind of to be mostly underrated from all the other Gundams. Because I know this this came out before Wing and I don't know after or before G Gundam. Mm. Yeah. G Gundam will always be the greatest Gundam. G Gundam has a better main character. I gotta admit that. Yeah, but <laughs> so I gotta admit, the top. I gotta mm. admit Gundam X has a really good captain character. Now, like I I don't know if I would rank it above Bright Noah, but awesome. Jamil or Jamil, whoever the captain is, he's he actually does shit. Like, he actually fights. Yeah. And that's pretty much all what I'm watching and reading. Alright. Um. King? Mm. Really? Since Persona 3 came out, I wanted to beat that again, so I stopped watching and reading things. Like, Ooh. like that whole three days that I was beating Persona 3 over again. But other than that, I've just been keeping up with, you know, the same old, same old. Jumpo Kiyoshi keeps updating. That's always fun to read, so I usually read that. Actually haven't kept up with the Nisekoi, which I should read. That should be good. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, Dave? What? You want me to say? What? You want me to say what you've been reading? Yeah, what else have I been reading? Alright, you introduced me to a manga, which you probably f- just told me you had to read, Dave. It was Yama Arakun. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love Yama Arakun. Yama Arakun is by the same person who did um, Yankee Coon, Yana Chan. So it's amazing. Oh, Yankee, 
Yankee Coon and Magani Chan or yeah. Yankee Boy and Glasses Girl. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot I'm reading that too. Yeah, it's his new manga since that one's about to end. I don't know when, but it's getting near the ending. He started another one too, and the characters look exactly the same. Like, you know, the vice president, Dave. The mm-hmm. he looks the just like no, and um, Yamada, the, his new one. He looks oh. just like the main character of Yankee Co. The, the blonde or white-haired guy. Yeah. But it's pretty good. Yamada-kun more supernatural than, you know, Yankee-kun is. It's an interesting read right now. I think that's about it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's about it. Alright. Um, other than... Yamada-kun. I've been, um, picked up a couple of mangas. One of them was Welcome to NHK, because I've been curious how it's different from the show. Oh, you're reading the manga version? Nice. Yeah. Um, and I picked up The World Godly Knows. Finally? Damn. Oh. I I realized season three is probably nowhere to be found and probably won't happen ever, so why not? I'll I'll read. I've only um I've only gone past the first four girls. So I'm not really like past the anime itself, but the anime get to the chess girl? The chess? Yeah. No, it Shogi. It ended at oh, um man. at the student teacher. Oh, that's so, that sucks so much. <laughs> yeah. Man, the chess girl, dang. Don't you like the she athletic girl chess. more? She's like, yeah, she's the main character, though. She is. This is chess, chess girl's like a side character. Well, you, you, you know, the manga's farther, so. The manga's where it, it's it starting, it's getting serious now. Like, the real, the villains are starting to make their move and shit. So, there's yeah. a set amount of main characters. Uh, yeah, I've heard some of the characters from the earlier chapters are returning or something. Or they're all coming together or yeah. something, something like that. Like, basically, he had to go back and there's something to do with all the people he's, you know, all the girls he's captured already, and he had to go back and find which of his captures held that secret thing he was looking for. And there's like seven of them, so. Huh. They were trying to figure out which seven of them, you know, were the right ones, basically, so he had to go back and figure that shit out. Hmm. I'll keep reading more of that. Um, I just watched the loop in the third movie, Castle of Castiago. Castiago, which is pretty good. Um, it's a really old Miyazaki movie, but it's really fun to watch. How's the English dub for it? That's pretty good. It's <laughs> uh, they list David Hayter as Lupin. I don't know if it was his voice. Really? <laughs> his voice that was doing it. That's amazing. 
Well, I mean, there's another Lupin... Uh, there's another dub of the movie, so I don't know which one we watched. But... Did it sound like David Hayter? Not really. He didn't have his snake voice on. <laughs> You're saying he only sound like snake? No, I'm just saying, you know. can't really <laughs> identify his voice that easily. I'm just saying... Uh, other than that, the new season, which is pretty good, and a couple old show, a couple of old shows like I'm watching Genshin of Van, and I picked up uh, Legend Mushishi. I'm not watching Mushishi. Yeah. Shut up. You picked up Mushishi, right? You picked up no, Mushishi, right? No, no. Why not? Because I'm watching other stuff. God damn. Why didn't you finish After Story King? What are you doing? playing fucking Persona 3 for like the fifth time. <laughs> at least that's something I've done before. Not something. I don't know what I'm trying to get at. <laughs> Just stop. Makes you know who no should Persona 3? Gabe. Um, I'm also watching Legend of Black Heaven, which is pretty cool. Um, it's about... Uh, this really raw, uh, metal rocker who's past his prime, you know, he's like in this shitty job right now and he has a family. Is it Jack Black? It's kind of like Brutal Legend. Huh? I'll, I'll admit. Because <laughs> he, gets, <laughs> he gets asked by this alien to um, get back into rocking on his guitar to help fight this alien empire or something like that. <laughs> but it's pretty cool. And the, I'm watching the dub of this. Think which, Jack Black. Huh? Think Jack Black would like it. Yeah, Jack Maybe. Black. But the guy who does the dub for the main character is the dub of um, Jet from Cowboy Bebop. Oh, cool. So that's pretty cool. And I guess that's it. Alright. Let's go into reviews. Um Takana. Uh, let's see. Today I wanted to do a quick review of Puni Puni Poemi, a anime a two episode anime OVA done by the creators of the Excel Saga. Yeah, Excel Saga anime. It's like yeah, it's pretty stupid. The lead character, uh, let's see, what was the name? Yeah, um, Poemi Kobayashi Watanabe. Her dream is to become a voice actress. However, that doesn't exactly turn out well, since she's too energetic for her own good. I think she has ADHD because she cannot sit still for even a second. And, yeah, I think she's insane, too, because she constantly breaks the fourth wall, addressing herself as her voice actress in Japanese, who is Kobayashi. It's weird. And, yeah, like, um, it gets into so many weird plots and so many references. It references JoJo at some point. Just weird. Um, Let's see, what else was I going to say? Oh yeah, there's another girl, um, 
Yeah, I don't remember what her name was, but she's basically a lesbian who's in love with the lead girl. To the point where she rapes her in her sleep at one point, I think. And yeah, basically, Poemi becomes a magical girl in order to save the world and all that shit. But she's not a very good magical girl. She prefers violence and mayhem over the pretty, pretty girl stuff. And, yeah. I said this was going to be a very quick review. So I think I would give this a 10 out of 10 because of how just stupidly, retardedly awesome it is. But as an actual anime, I'd give it a 7 out of 10. So, yeah, in some ways it does feel like it's trying to be retarded in a bad way, but it's still good. I hate shows like that. The show you review sounds kind of like Daimaho Toge, which is like what? A, that really dark, magical girl show we watched together, King. Oh. Yeah. I mean, Maho Shoujo, Madoka Magica? No, Daimaho Toge. That's that's not so random. That was pretty fucking funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, this show. Yeah, that was really fucked up and dark. Ah, uh, I remember it's seeing not something crazy. Well, nah, whatever. Wasn't one of them like a pro? Not pro wrestler, but they did pro wrestling style moves. Yeah, that's her. She's the main character. Does that? Okay. <laughs> what is like? I can watch random stuff. I don't know. It says something about like Excel Saga and other shit like that that I can't watch. But Hyatt is like just that kind of random though. Oh, it's not. Yes, it oh, is. Hi. There's a fucking tiger tiger in that show. That's a reoccurring thing. It, it's just it's another character. Ah. <sighs> It's, a it's not like Excel Saga where they're doing one thing then they jump to a whole nother thing and she's talking and she trails on and then she talks about something else it's fucking stupid it's not like you know, straight comedic skits one after another like Excel Saga tries to be or something oh, at least, what a- at least like, the episodes and shit have overwhelming you know a plot to it like each episode has a plot so. Alright. Whatever you say. I mean, like. Yeah. Huh? Like, each episode has a plot. And stuff like Excel Saga is just the whole thing being random. Like, everything's random in it. Ah, uh, that's just. That's the series. Can't watch it. Like. Bubble Bow even has fucking arcs. It's awesome. Huh. Yeah, I mean, they're stupid arcs, and they don't make sense a lot of times, but they're arcs nonetheless. You know, I'm still amazed Bobo Bow got a dub. Like, there's so much Japanese oh, humor man. that makes no that sense. That dub is amazing. I love the dub. <laughs> that, I read that. I'll watch that dub over the yeah. sub any day of the week. Yeah. Uh, it's actually tempting to put that as my number six, like, all-time favorite dubs. It's like, Whoever does could... his voice is, like, amazing. <laughs> you know, I can never it, tell. What nationality is Bobo Bo supposed to be? Like, 
I mean, he looks like he has dark skin, but he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't look Japanese. Let's put it like that. Who cares? Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to Richard. Uh, well, I guess I could review Mamoru Pengundrum. That show. And that show that got really weird. Yeah, did anyone ever review that or no? No. You'd be the first. Oh, wow. Okay, I guess I'll try it at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll start. And so, yeah, it's a 26 episode series. And, hey. It's gonna be a moment, I'm typing something. Yeah, it's gonna be a long last pause. Okay. Yeah, it, it's kinda... So, yeah, Marvel Penguin Drum, it's... I guess I watched that as 26 episodes, and... Yeah, it's pretty much about these three kids who live on their own, and kinda like this abandoned house. And... The two boys named uh, Kamba and Shoma of the Takakura family living with their young sister, Hamari, who has some kind of terminal illness that could end her life at any moment. And pretty much one day they go to like some kind of zoo and they're at the toy store and somehow the younger sister, Hamari, kind of uh, fatally almost pretty much dies until some weird object from a toy store magically revives her and basically this talking thing, this toy, this like some kind of helmet that goes in her head they're basically kind of revives her and possesses her to you know, possesses Hermari to tell her older brother to do commands and pretty much like these two boys Shoma and Kamba are basically on the grip of whatever this Entity is telling them what to do, and uh, and like you know, there's other characters like the little penguins that follow them around. I don't know why they're there. I guess it just adds kind of like quirkiness to the show, or just kind of like a little persona or avatar for them. Yeah, I think they're cause they always kind of seem to do the same actions as the characters on the screen. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, pretty much that at the wits of this entity, and you know they tell stuff like it tells the boys to like find a retrieve a diary that leads to foretold destinies and future from a girl named Ringo from one of their next door all girl school, and Ringo's kind of like, eh, I was just say she's messed up. Who's very like kind of like yonderish to to two boys uh, male teacher? What's his name? Was it Tuck? No. Oh, but yeah. Um. Eh, pretty much. It's kind of like. And all a war for destiny, and they're pretty much controlled by this entity, and and uh, 
it's kind of random. I, I don't know. It's so it like at first it feels kind of all like happy, quirky, and silly, and all of a sudden it gets really philosophical and destiny, and then then psychological. Like you know, the characters are all like kind of you know all bubbly and happy, and then all of a sudden it gets really depressed. And like, uh, that's pretty much what I can say about the story. Is that uh, the art style? It's very, you know, bright. It doesn't really like something that would. It doesn't really feel like something that would go into like a depressing kind of situation. Animes that gets into these weird topics. It, it kind of like gives you that bright mood, but it just doesn't really fit the anime sometimes. And. But yeah, uh, probably give this series an eight out of ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was another thing I wasn't planning on watching. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I started watching like the first five episodes of that series, but I never got around to watching the rest. Like, is it really good? Um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's good. I say it's pretty good. It's uh-huh. worth watching. There's a lot of around it. it. It feels like as if, you know, the problem I have is it feels like as if they're trying to build onto something, but it feels like some other company took the story around and twisted around. definitely a weird show yeah I mean it's like they're trying to chase like destiny not really destiny but like this thing to the rest of your girl then all of a sudden dealing with like powers they don't know and things just turn around and things flip upside down hmm. I, I say it's somewhat really supernatural as you get into it and that's where all the philosophical and psychological things go in the story and it just becomes really weird it's like a naval mindfuck but yeah an 8 out of 10 alright <clears throat> um so me and King are gonna review a manga <coughs> that we have both read it's called Harusagawa in the Mirror World. Yeah. Uh, start off what it's about. So Harusagawa is about um, this boy who's chasing this really popular girl at his school. And he's, um, I think they always said that he's always kind of like saving her from near-death situations. Like she almost gets run over by a car at one before the story takes That's how that's how it starts. That's yeah. how they like started their relationship with each other. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think they're quite friends, but they're, like they're acquaintances. No, they're friends. They're friends. No, they're friends. Okay. Yeah. She, ever since like he saved her from that car accident when they were little, like he's always been you know hanging around her, and that's why all the you know guys inside the school don't think they can get close to her or anything. Mm-hmm. And he's afraid of confessing to her because 
he's afraid he'll be put in the friend zone. And uh, she almost gets hurt by a car again. And he gets he gets caught in this mirror that this popping. I forgot how they started. Did she buy the mirror? Yeah, I think she she bought the mirror from some weird antique shop. And yeah. uh, and as she was walking home one day, a like truck or bus or whatever, some vehicle almost hits her, and he pushes her out the way, and he gets like trapped inside the mirror somehow. Yeah, and she, he's able to communicate to her through the mirror, but all the while, you know, this whole manga is about him, trying to get him out, and they discover that this mirror is like the object of some curse that was created by some witch or something years ago that tried to put a curse on her lover and she tried to trap him but now you know it's back here in present day and they're trying to get um this kid out the thing about this mirror is that he can switch places with anyone who touches it for like um an hour I think not anyone anyone not anyone not not anyone alright um Basically, how the mirror works is um, that he, if anyone besides the person, she doesn't know this, but anyone besides a person that can be in a relation, like that suited for a relationship with him, who he likes or whatever, if anyone sees it, he'll be stuck inside the mirror forever if anyone finds out about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, don't, I forgot how she didn't hear about this, but yeah, like people who, you know, he likes. Basically, that's how it, what it boiled down to. And whoever you know he likes, that if he touches, you know, if they both touch the mirror, part of the mirror at the same time, they'll switch places. So he'll come out the mirror, but the other person wouldn't get stuck inside of it. Yeah. So you say the only way to get him out is if he's managed to successfully confess to a girl who likes him back as well. And if that doesn't happen, he'll be stuck in the mirror. So, you know, he, he all the while through this manga, he's trying to like build up a nice relationship between this popular girl, but um, this other friend of hers also gets caught in this situation. Uh, this sh- short-haired girl. He's one of his childhood friends. Yeah, his childhood friend. Basically, she finds out about the mirror, and instead of like him being stuck in there forever, he finds out that he's able to switch with her as well. So he doesn't know, you know, what's going on, and what you call it. Then he, you know, he finds out that both of them, you know, he has to confess to someone he likes, but he ends up, you know, it seems like he likes both of them. So that's why they don't invalidate the rules of the mirror. So he can switch out, and he still has a chance to get out the mirror if he confesses to one of them. So, mm-hmm. so um, what's it called? The main girl, the main girl of the series, the one that he's going after. She figures, you know, um, the woman who sold. They go back to the woman who sold the the mirror, and she's telling him there. She tells them about him confessing to someone he likes, and she sees like a picture of him in his wallet that it's a pic it's his you know prized possession it's a picture of 
his best is a picture of the childhood friend mainly, right? Oh, but yeah. in the background in yeah. the background it's a picture of her and that's why he likes it. But she sees this picture and she thinks that he likes his childhood friend. So throughout the whole manga, she's trying to get both of them together. It's because of this whole confusion that he's like looking at what it looks like. It looks like he's looking at her, the pop, the childhood friend. But it looks like, but he's actually like looking at the popular girl while that picture was being taken, which like creates this whole confusion. Um, yeah. So the childhood friend knows that he likes the popular girl, but popular Daryl thinks that he likes her so it, it becomes like this love triangle thing and his childhood friend starts liking him too so mm-hmm. so this premise was weird uh, I didn't think this would like given the amount of chapters that it has <laughs> I don't think they could have done much with it because... I think it was pretty short actually Really? I'm. What could they do? Only like twenty something chapters. They could have kept it going with just like comedic parts. Like it's pretty like it followed pretty you know a generic structure. Like there's your like spa parts and then there's like your festival parts and shit like that. But I think they could have kept on going. You know, do some more stuff. I don't know. I mean, this the same case goes for um Yamada-kun. <laughs> Which has like kind of a also weird premise, you know, boy and girl switching places. But I don't know how that's gonna like last either. That's Yamada Kun's gonna last a long time. Oh, I don't you see know. how long you see how long Yankee Yankee Kun's lasted? Like Yankee Kun? What's the? Well, yes. I don't even know what the premise of Yankee Kun is. The premise of Yankee Kun is about a Yankee and this. There's this girl in class, and she she wears glasses. Obviously, she's a Magnetic champ, whatever. But it turns out that she used to be the leader of a gang. But she wants to change. She tries. She's trying to change herself. She's trying to like you know become just a regular person. And she, since they meet each other, like when they meet each other, since she figures out that she knows that you know he's a delinquent or whatever. And so he, she wants him to help her become a like normal student or something. That's how it started out. Okay, it started out just like that. Like they're meeting each other, and she, he's not, she, he's the only one that knows she used to be a gang member, and she wants to be a normal student now. But then you know, just because it starts something like that, like you know, something that probably won't last long. Yankee Kun has gone on for how long? One hundred sixty something chapters now. Yeah, about 100 soul chapter. I know it's finished. Yeah. Like, after that, you know, they join, like, they join the student council, and they're looking for student council members and stuff like that. It, it can go on. There's more stuff they can do. But that's... Here's the thing, though, is that Yamada-kun and Harusugawa are, like, supernatural. Yankee-kun seems kind of, like, pretty down-to-earth. Well, another thing about Yamada-kun, like, from its title, it's Yamada-kun and the Seven Witches, and we've seen that he can tra- he can change with at least three people now, so, given by the title, at least there's going to be seven people he can change with, so, I think there's going to be a lot of stuff he can do with that manga. Uh, well, it says witches, it's though. about stupid ca- the student council again, too, apparently. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, they haven't really discussed like whether his limits. Yeah, they haven't. But just you know, if you would read Yankee Coon, you would know how this guy works. So, like, I think I know it. You know what he would do with it, just because I've read Yankee Coon. I don't know his style. Is this following his style like to a key? Like it feels looks like something you know he would do. Well, I mean, well, the thing about Hasegawa is that like they can only do so much because all he has to do is get out of the mirror and it's over. And yeah, they could have kept him in the mirror for a while longer. Yeah, but like, how would you build a plot around that? No, I mean, you could still keep the overwhelming part. You can just put in, like, you know, what would be seen as a lot of filler episodes, like, well, to that's... an old person like it. Yeah, but that's just, like, filler. That's not, like, central story plot. It doesn't have, it doesn't have to always be central story plot every time, Dave. You can't even, there's not even, like, a central antagonist. You know, you can't. There's, why does it have to be an antagonist? It's an internal problem. It's an internal antagonist. But this only happens between, like, two other people. This is, so? like... I'm, that's not whole... Because this is, like, a jump manga. And jump mangas, like, last forever because they have so many characters and they have this big world to establish. But this is, like, pretty small scale. And... They haven't really established that much about powers of the mirror other than you know he can switch yeah like they he could have kept on going with it it's not hard to like you know, just throw something in there but would you I, like honestly so, would you honestly read it though for that long yeah I mean at least more than 20 chapters I don't, I don't say I don't think it had to be like a hundred chapters long or something but at least, like, I don't know, 40, 30? I don't know. That's, well, it's 29 chapters. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. It just feels like it ended so suddenly to me. I don't know. Maybe I liked it so much that I wanted it to continue. Right. Um, uh, like, it, it has a good pace like near the middle of it but then near the end it starts the pace just starts ramping up it's like boom 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 and so fast I think that's what I had that's something I had a problem with well uh, I, I think it kind of went started going downhill when uh, I'm trying to say this without getting to spoiler territory uh when he says certain things to a certain someone that changed things around. You mean childhood friend? Yeah. That's near the end. That's why I said it started going too fast. That's the like that's the point where it starts, you know, going too fast. Yeah. Um Yeah. After after he did that, yeah, he had to end it. Like it was coming to an end when he when he made that happen. But he kinda held out on that part for a while. I think it would have made a better ending if he 
I should deal with someone else. I mean, oh god, I'm just saying it would have been interesting. Oh I mean, my god, because uh, Dave doesn't like who he ended up with, which makes sense. You know, no, it doesn't. Yes, it does. It makes sense. <sighs> There's something wrong with Dave where he thinks that like everyone needs to end up with their childhood friend or something. Yeah, because it makes sense. Childhood no. friends. Childhood friends are always, almost always, the people who like care about the main character the most. So, yeah, but at do you the think same Sankare should end up with the, his childhood friend? Well, that's different because 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 what. He didn't spend time with his cousin that much. Yes, he did. That's why they're childhood friends. What do you mean? Doesn't he well, never spend? They watch horror movies together like all the time. But he doesn't care for her. That's the point. And to me, childhood friends are like bros. You don't date your bros. You just being, don't. Being hypocritical, Dave. What about Love Hina King? Are you saying he shouldn't end up with who he ended up with in Love Hina? Personally, no, I think she should. That's yeah, what I, I want think he should have been with the um, samurai girl. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, she, yeah, the samurai girl is my favorite character, but I'd rather yeah. him end up with his childhood friend, so it's fine. Yeah. Exactly. Because it made sense. Either that or, yeah, it made sense that because that's how the story went from the very beginning. And just like Kara Cigar, he is after one girl from the very beginning. I mean, come on, the in Love Hina, the chick grabbed his junk. I mean, she was gonna be his wife, whether she wanted to or not. I'm just saying. I mean, the girl he first went out with, he's first pursuing was kind of boring. I mean, yeah. she, she she didn't have much personality, King. I'm just saying. <laughs> The child, child friend at least has like spunk and personality. You usually don't even like those kind of characters. I don't know what's your problem. I don't know like, what's your just, problem. He like just oh. like this manga. Like you never like the supporting characters. What are you doing? <laughs> but she's like ah, she like the girl he was pursuing didn't even like have feelings for him in the first place. Yes, she did. She didn't show it. So, uh, I mean, she she was like actively trying to push him toward that childhood friend, though. That's what kind of bothered me. Because that's who she he she wanted him to be happy. That's who he she thought he liked. It's a misunderstanding. Stupid misunderstandings ruins everything. <laughs> if she just like confessed to him first. We didn't have we didn't be in this problem in the first place. Girls shouldn't confess all the time, Dave. Why Damn. not? Oh my god. Why not? <laughs> because the world isn't perfect. Um what you give her a scholar, King? Uh seven. I give pretty, it a seven. pretty average. Yeah, I gave it a seven. Really too. Though. It was really good to read. Alright. <clears throat> so this has been MA After <coughs> Podcast episode 38. Check us out on Zoom and iTunes. Uh, check out our website on 
animeafterlightpodcast.wordpress.com. See you next time.